Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee, Beans, and Books. In this podcast, we will be discussing our first book, Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. And we have our coffee here. I'm drinking a grande blonde vanilla latte from Starbucks, with an extra shot, of course. And how's that, Caitlin? It's great. <laughs> awesome. I'm drinking the creme brulee latte, which I've never had before, and I've gotten a lot of recommendations for it and i tried it and it was very good how do you like it so far pretty good except i have a cold so i can't really taste anything but that's the worst yeah but it's pretty good i guess yeah <laughs> okay so we read up to the seventh chapter of the novel for today and we wanted to get further but we have been so busy with school so it was only possible for us to get up to the seventh chapter and still keep our heads intact yes i'm so glad it's thanksgiving break me too we wanted to start by giving you a glance at huxley's life and the time period the novel was written in we will do this every time we start a new book so let's get started the year is 1894 the place is godaming surrey england Aldous huxley author of brave new world is born Huxley had a rough childhood in terms of his social life. His friends even called him Ogie, short for Ogre. Hey, Ogie. Hey, my name is Aldous. He was a loner, and he usually spent time by himself contemplating the meaning of life. How did my parents come up with such a strange name like Aldous? Huxley attended Eton College in Windsor, England. Unfortunately, he contracted a disease that blinded him for a couple of years and then left him with poor vision for the rest of his life. His experience as a blind person prevented him from pursuing a career as a doctor, so he turned to literature and writing. I guess I can't be a doctor anymore. Two years later. Oh, jolly good. I will just be a writer instead. He goes on to write articles for newspapers and even magazines as well known as Vogue. Work it, work it. I really wish I could write fiction all the time. In 1921, his wish was granted when he published his novel, Chrome Yellow, which satirized upper-class artists. His next major novel was Point Counterpoint, which was very innovative for its time due to the controversial topics that it discussed. However, Brave New World, published in 1932, truly changed his reputation as a writer. Finally, I've made my mark on the world with my strange dystopian fantasies. For the remainder of his life, Huxley focused on philosophy and answering life's important questions, which, if you were paying attention, would remember that he did this as a child as well. He took more time to focus on his family. He married Maria Nis, and they had a son named Matthew. Wah! Wah! My son, Matthew! You are so beautiful, but don't worry, I won't give you a name like Aldous. Many changes began to occur. The Huxley family moved to California. Huxley turned his attention towards religion and spirituality. He also began to fall off the rails a little bit as he started to experiment with drugs like LSD. A little bit. He was influenced by the counterculture movement of the 1960s. Peace and love, man. He died on this day today, November 22nd, in 1963. However, his death did not get much attention because it was also the day that American President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Now to the novel, and I will stop my British accent. Thank you very much. I accept tips. Um, um, I will give you tips. 
Slay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the British accent is really good, Caitlin. Thank you very much. I have practiced over the years, and watching the Harry Potter movies really got me into it. Impressive. Thank you. Okay, so we're just going to start off with a few discussion points, rather than just going through the summary of what we read. We thought that this would be more interesting to hear about, because you can always find... Wait, my British accent. Okay. <laughs> It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. You can't stop once you started. So you can always find the summary on Spark Notes, or or just read the book. Or just read the book. So, but I think it would be more beneficial for everyone and more interesting if we were to just discuss our own opinions on the book. So that's why we're doing this. All right. So we're going to start off with the question. So, Caitlin, which aspects of the book did you find the most disturbing so far? The whole entire novel so far has been quite disturbing, but I think the way that they reproduce humans is awful and really unusual for anyone to think of. Um, They use natural materials such as parts of pigs and other chemicals that help create large amounts of babies basically Mm -hmm. um and they make them all the same just reproduce 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 Mm -hmm. but then it's called bokanovsky's process and it's you take one embryo and you divide it into you just keep dividing it just keep dividing it and they say it's an instrument of social stability because you're keeping this large number of humans all from the same place and that way they're able to be um put into these casts um of like alphas betas gammas deltas epsilons um, by the way, I take Greek, so I know the Greek alphabet. Wow. I know. <laughs> know you. the order, right? Greek scholar. Greek scholar. Um, but I think it's really disturbing how they keep everyone the same, basically, yeah. and they just decide your fate for you. They're like, oh, we want you to be an epsilon, so we're going to make you stupid. And that's completely taking away what the potential of these people are, the potential of these embryos to be something bigger. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like predestination. Like, your fate right. is already decided for you before you have a stay. Like, you can't change it. Yeah. It's just how your life is. And it's decided by someone else. And it's right. arbitrary. Scientists. It's just completely arbitrary to fill a quota. Right. And that disturbs me. What disturbed you the most? Well, I agree with what you were saying. The Bokansky, please. <laughs> Bovansky process. I know, it's really hard to say. Bokanovsky process. Bokanovsky process, I thought was like really disturbing. I was like, what? Yeah. Because they literally, this process makes everyone look exactly the same. Yeah. So it's like you'll have a hundred of the exact same person. Yeah. Just like imagine. Like imagine having like, not just like an identical twin, but like a hundred of the same person. That would be so weird. On page six it says... Two, four, eight, the buds in their turn budded, and having budded were dosed almost to death with alcohol. Consequently burgeoned again, and having budded, bud out of bud out of bud. And the original egg co- goes from eight to 96 embryos. 
And then it's, I know, it's so crazy. And standard men and women in uniform batches. And then he says, the director says, uh, you really know where you are for the first time in history. He quoted the planetary motto, community, identity, stability. And when it says planetary motto, I think it means because the whole world is under this government. Yeah. Which is like, how did that happen? Yeah. Who decided that? Who decided that? What happened? I want to know what was their revolution. Right. Yeah. What drove them to make a world like that? Because it's crazy. It seems so not, it's not plausible. Mm -mm. I mean, maybe in hundreds of years, but certainly not now. And I don't know. There are different vocab words in this too, which are made up that made the book Oh, that oh. was so confusing. I know. Because it makes you feel really dumb because you're like, oh, I don't know all these sciencey terms. Yeah. But then you find out that they're not even real. real. I so know. then how are you really supposed to know what they're talking about? Right. But okay, so besides that, what I found to be really disturbing is that so like they don't have a religion, right? Mm-hmm. They like don't believe in God, but they Henry Ford is their god. Is so it Henry Ford? Yeah, so they'd be like, oh, Ford. Like it's. I thought it was like, is it, oh, my Ford. Oh, is it a different Ford or is it No, because had... then they talk about how they cut off the top of crosses to make T's, like model T's. Why? Like, so, I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like so random. Maybe... Like Henry Ford, I guess it, I was thinking maybe it just represents like, how materialistic of a society mm-hmm. that they are Indus- is that they in- worship like yeah industry, industry yeah. right and Jeez. like making money and like strengthen- mass strengthening the economy production right mass production of oh. humans yes oh wow thank you very much really good <laughs> hey you you knew it was henry ford the model t i didn't even think of that yeah wow and they'd be like in the name of the t i was like what <laughs> like so weird <laughs> So we know Huxley wasn't religious, right? So I think well, he gradually became religious. He gradually I think became earlier in his life. I did some research, and he was a humanist, which means he rejected the religious dogma. So I guess maybe he just like rejected like traditional religion. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, like as he got older, he began to write about spirituality and religion. So I think he became more into it as he got older. Okay, because I was going to say, maybe it was something with, like, transforming religion into something materialistic Mm -hmm. and industrial. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was... I noticed it, too. They would be like, oh, my Ford. Yeah, I was like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, Ford. Ford. Also, okay, so what's our next topic um, individuality versus the state. This was, this is throughout the novel yeah, so major far. major theme. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it a little Sure. First? Well, like, the state basically controls everything. Mm-hmm. The state is in charge of everything. Um, like, as we said before, like, the state pretty much creates people. Like, mm-hmm. literally, they make people in labs. And then they decide what social class you're in, like, what job you're going to have, the people you can like hang out with, where you can go on trips, like where you can live. They just It's totalitarian yeah, to exactly. the extreme. It to the sure. maximum. So there's really like no room for error in terms of individuality. Like you can't really 
be your own person. Yeah. Because if you try to, like, reject the values that the state, like, instills in you, then you are just deemed, like, uh, crazy mm-hmm. or, like, un- or, what, or unvirtuous. Or, yeah. Is that a word? There's this whole notion that what's normal, what's nature, is this being part of one instead of being an individual which is completely against everything we're taught Mm -hmm. nowadays um and we get this character bernard marx who i found the name kind of the last name funny like marx marxism Mm -hmm. i don't know it was based on on that well marxism was well no because bernard marx wants to be an individual you can see him already true true. like he wants like there was a scene with him and this other character how do you say her name lenina yeah lenina Lenina. she they were he took her on the helicopter over the sea and it was dark and he just wanted to be away from everything away from society and she freaked out Mm -hmm. because she i felt like she represents what the state has done to people yeah like she doesn't understand that she can be her own person she she completely cannot contemplate it yeah because so been so indoctrinated right and i i think you could argue that lenina's more like in the middle like she recognize she recognizes that there are some aspects of society that are kind of like I don't know, messed up mm-hmm. because there's another character, um, Henry Foster, oh. and that's like her other lover, mm-hmm. I guess. And that's the other thing is that people are expected to have multiple lovers. Yeah, like a virtuous person has like multiple lovers. Like marriage is not a thing. That's a whole, that exist. goes to the same topic of nature and virtue are completely different in this society but i think back to the marxism Mm -hmm. karl marx wanted he believed in like i forgot what it like well he was a radical like historical materialism right and yes it was this whole idea that like humans naturally only need what is real to them what is tangible and anything in the mind, they don't need, like, capitalism is from the mind, free will oh, is right, from right, right. from the mind. So I think it's almost irony that Bernard's name last name is Marx, because Karl Marx wanted a world, or... Wanted a materialistic world. Materialistic world, because he believed humans only needed what is what they need to survive. So I think it's ironic that Bernard Marx, who's the one who's champion and champion... Mm. Champion, yeah. <laughs> champion, d- championed individualism so far mm-hmm. that he is his last name is Marx. Oh, true, true. And also the whole group. There was this session where they they're twelve in a room. Oh yeah, yeah. And they have. Um, what were they trying to a do? A group. They took soma, which oh. They're drugs. They're drugs. They, and they take it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, what exactly it does. I don't think they specify what it is. It makes them happy. Is. Oh, so it's like LSD. It takes away all of your, like, all of your um, negative thoughts. Oh, so it's kind of like LSD a yeah. little. And I think it's also to keep them docile. Oh, that would make sense. To keep them in Like, control. not questioning Yeah, because they're always, like, happy. Yeah, they're always, like, on a high. So yeah. Then they're more 
willing to uh, conform. Conform, yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, that, and they also the government will when so there we had mentioned before that there aren't any like parents or there aren't any married people mm-hmm. and they because they don't give birth yeah because everyone's like created in a lab so um there's part of the book where it talks about how um they like all these kids are like in this nursery and they will play like over like a pa system they will say like i don't know stuff about the government that the, stuff that the government wants them to believe or it'd be like i am an epsilon right or like i am a an alpha i am better than everyone else Mm -hmm. yeah so then like that is instilled in them Mm -hmm. and they just they i think it said i think there were certain um sayings that they um had to hear like a certain amount of time soma too yeah oh yeah remember like a grandma day or something it would be like oh this keeps all your negative emotions away right, that's just right. hypothetical but it's stuff sayings like that, that yeah they... yeah um so it would be like they'd say from 12 to 16 from ages 12 to 16 three times a day or three three days a week you'll hear it 120 times yeah that's like nuts. so weird so creepy it's very creepy um and this whole idea of like they're afraid of mothers of birth these young boys because they don't understand the whoever it was like the director and this other man when they were in the lab talking the beginning of the novel and the man mentions it to the boys like they're back then there were mothers and Uh births these boys are afraid and it's so weird to think how humans can just be changed by someone's will if Mm -hmm. the world is stripped of all of its virtue so much bad can happen yeah and you are brought up to think certain things i think what i was thinking during while i was reading this is i'm who i am because of all the things like my environment right like nature versus nurture like like nature yes but nurture also has changed like I am who I am because of that. Because right. of where I grew up, the government I'm in, I'm in a democracy. or, And I'm not in communism or I'm not in North Korea. I'm in the United States, but North Koreans think that their world is good. Right, right. So Just how these people... It's all relative. Like, yeah. And these people... So, like, you could be changed to think this way. And that's just so scary. Yeah, that is really terrifying. I could be... In hundreds of years from now, people are going to be, like, afraid of mothers? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Well, that's, that's an thing. integral part. I think they don't... They're afraid because that's such a part of humanity. That has just been right. stripped. Like, all of their humanity has been stripped yeah. from them. Well, how did... I don't understand how they came to that conclusion that, like, mothers should not be a thing. They're probably... The kids were probably, like, just... Oh, like, orphans or something? Yeah. Yeah, could be. Like, they were rejected by their families. Well, no, there's no families in the society. Right, but how did it come to be that way? Because the people who founded it because... were, like, rejected by their families? Oh, that's a good theory. I think it's just so because they like... wanted to mass, like, make sure everyone's the same. Oh, yeah, that would make sense, But too. why in the world would anyone want this world? I don't know. 
I guess so, because if someone's like super power hungry, then it's just easier to control people when everyone's the same. I feel like life would be boring if everyone... It would be so boring. It would be so boring. Oh my god. And Bernard points to this too. He's like, you want to be the same. It's We're all infants. He talks about, you know, that scene they had sex and now they're like infants. He's oh, like, why yeah, can't we be adults? Like in- it was like, ew, they were like having sex in the bushes. Oh yeah, the kids. Yeah. That was creepy. That was really and, creepy. Oh, also like this whole sexuality is really um like emphasized and liked in this society mm-hmm. i can't find the right word encouraged uh-huh it's really encouraged in the society and i want to know why too mm-hmm. because if they're not allowed to well i guess reproduce right i guess but i guess it's back to the materialistic thing yeah like they just live in such a materialistic world that like all that they think is pleasure and like more wealth that's and so true more pleasure like i'm um, just in religion class we we're talking about that today like we since we like believe in god like we feel that like there's something greater to live for mm-hmm. than just like to live you know yeah but, like, in this society, they don't have a god, really. They have Ford. They have Ford. That, but it's, like... And Ford is their god materialism. Exactly. It's all so comes they back do to every, materialism. Yeah, so they do everything just to serve, like, that materialistic purpose. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing... They don't believe there's anything greater than that. Than, like, obtaining the most wealth and obtaining the most goods and all that. Yeah, it's all what's here right now. Right. Like, what you can touch, what you can feel, what you can hear. And also, this goes to the difference between men and women in this society. They refer to women on several occasions as meat. Or, like, I've had her. Oh, yeah. And that's just... Men are so much more superior in this Mm -hmm. society, in the world state. Like, they have all the the positions in government and in, like, business... And women are just, they're strapped around their waist with a band of contraceptives. Oh, right. That's crazy. And Lenina says that she's been trained in that since she was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And that just shows how much the society thinks women are inferior. And frankly, I don't understand that because in, like, back hundreds of years ago and even like nowadays but women were only viewed for their reproductive capabilities and that's what drove oh sexism because women are pregnant they can't do anything else you know Mm -hmm. but here they're not getting pregnant except for a small handful of women who are they really have no value at all i guess except to fulfill that well they're not seen as having value right no yeah that's what i mean but also i don't understand why they can't if there's no reproduction that they do why can't they be in positions of power yeah true you know it actually I mean? makes them more suitable to it be makes in them more su- of power because that's even um well according to like men yeah 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 right right because that was the big argument of you know sexism is mm-hmm. that like women have to take care of the children like so they can't do anything else mm-hmm. because like they can't focus on a job because they have kids to take care of yeah and so now if you're using that same kind of thinking, then it would make more sense for women to be in those positions because exactly. they don't have kids to take care of. Exactly. Yeah. Because they reject the notion of mother. Yeah. So all of those theories just like Are, contradict each other. Yeah. 
But I guess just women in this society are viewed as objects of pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the main part of it, which is really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I have a few questions. Why golf? Like, we play golf, but why is there leisure activity? Obstacle golf. I really (laughs) want to know what that is. Yeah, me too. I was actually thinking that too. Well, they have like a few, like escalator racquetball or something. Or squash. Escalator squash. Like, Like, what what even is squash? I don't even, like, I know that's a sport, but like, what even is squash? (sighs) Couldn't tell you. And no offense to people who play squash. I know someone who plays squash. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Kate, you really funny. I'm sure it's a great sport, but I remember reading something like that they made these really complex sports because it like drives like it, because uh, then people are buying more goods. Yeah, so to, it's like all prom- about materialism in the market. Mm-hmm. Even the sports, even the things that they do for money, fun, money, money. It's all for the based state. in money. I want to know how the people who control the society work. Are they all the alpha pluses who are also made in these labs? Like, oh, true. who's Where did they come above from? everyone? Yeah. Well, I would be curious, like, so... They Is talk... there anyone above everyone? Hmm. Like, yeah, you know is there the... one person that... Yeah, or Ford... like a f- group, you know, like the Ford. I think they talked about that. There's like a in secret like society. The beginning kind of, of the middle of the book, there's like the Fords, like of the different like continents or countries or something. Oh, like there was like yeah, yeah. The there's the um, the Western Europe one. Yes, yes. They're they're like control. Aren't they called the controllers? Yes. Yeah, the controllers. Um. So yeah, but I was just gonna say, they so. They like get around by helicopters. Like they take helicopters everywhere. Yeah, like, they don't have cars. Yeah. They just take helicopters. So it's like a normal thing. Like they're like Ubers or like taxis are helicopters. <laughs> I know. Like weirdest thing. I know. And they all have helicopter pads on the top of their on their roofs, and it's like, oh, like meet on the roof. So we'll there's no the streets roof. then. I mean, maybe there are. So where do they walk? Oh, that's true. But anyway, so like for trips and stuff. They go, a big thing is to go to New Mexico. Like, New Mexico. To the Savage Reservation, which is very um, derogatory towards Native Americans. so random. Is it where the Native... Yeah, We haven't really gotten to that part. So they call it the Savage Settlement. We're assuming that's, like, Native Americans. Because of the racist terms that were used in the past. Right, and location and all that stuff. But, um... Essentially, you have to have a permit to go there, so it's like a exclusive thing uh-huh. to go to see what goes on there. And when Bernard was trying to get his pass, that guy, the director, who was giving him his pass, started talking about his pass there, and that was complete. Remember, he was like, "Oh, the girl that I brought there." Oh, yeah, and she, like, Disappeared, died. and then he gets super mad at Bernard because he realizes, the director realizes that he was talking about his personal past, which is apparently super against Oh, yeah, because law. you're not supposed to show that you have, like, feelings for someone else. Because yeah. it's kind of supposed to be, because, like we said before, like, you're considered virtuous if you, like, had a lot of, like, lovers. Mm-hmm. So if you feel any connection to them, that's... Big no-no. Yeah, which is crazy. But it also shows how the society is 
those are little like evident pieces of evidence that show that the society the state is starting to crumble a little bit oh yeah that true. there's when people who top... are deviating the top yeah alpha pluses bernard the director yeah and all... that other man um Oh, yeah. The guy who's, like, too good yeah, to be yeah, an yeah. Alpha Plus. He was, like, an art, he, like, wrote articles, right? He was, like, yeah. a writer. What was that guy's name? Yeah. Helm, Helmholtz Watson. Helmholtz Watson. Watson. Oh, it was He's too close. good. So he bonds with Bernard because they both want to be individuals. They both oh, realize right. that the system's not working. Because they want to serve a greater purpose. Yeah. Than, like, because they realize that they can do better. Right. Um... And I think that's evidence if the alpha pluses are starting to collapse or starting to come to their senses, mm-hmm. then it's a sign that maybe we'll keep on reading to see, but that's something to I think we should watch out for. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, they're always filled with so much activity. There's nothing to do. Lenina says, what is he going to do? The only thing we do alone is go to bed. Oh, yeah. So there's this whole, like, group thing think like they're all the same they're all do everything as a group and i believe that this keeps everyone active so that they can't think about their individuality if they're constantly with other people they can't really do anything else yeah and then also when um she was going on when lenina was going on a date with bernard yeah they he just wanted to like walk around and talk yeah and she's like what like, why would you want to just walk around and talk? I know. Like, that's crazy. So it's like, what? They don't have any real emotion, which yeah, is they so don't. sad. Except for a few. Yeah, Bernard. We'll see if there's more. Like What them. an icon. So I think we're done discussing, right? I think so. Yes, this has been a very interesting book so far to read. And I'm excited to finish it for next time. Me too. Wow, it's crazy. I'm actually really excited yeah, to I keep reading. It's getting really good. And we have an entire week off for Thanksgiving break. Yes. So <laughs> okay. I will be grinding this book out. Me too. For sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to Coffee, Beans, and Books. And we hope you stick with us for the next episode. Bye. Bye.